0: Thank you.
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum, and uh, me, Alex. How's it going, guys? The, the podcast, podcasting equivalent of a one-point game. <laughs> I, I, the oh, uh, and 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 we're not a rugby podcast, we everyone. Should, we should rebrand. Two, we should rebrand. We need to. The and, and I have, said it we to have you. things to say. I said it to you over... over. Uh, my phone's going bananas, by the way. Yeah. So the people are going to be... I'm sorry, I've, my phone's I've put,
0: I've put do not disturb on mine.
1: Oh, have you? Yeah. yeah. Mine, I've got whale, Welsh fans giving their condolences to me. I've got Scottish friends and family fury. We lost by one if, point, by the way, in the Six Nations right, to Wales. okay.
0: Now, I don't want to sound like a sore loser because the Welsh defence in the second half... Oh, amazing, was, amazing. ...was incredible. But mm-hmm. if any Welsh fan comes up to me... And says that they still think they would have won. No, they wouldn't. um, On a 15 v 15. They wouldn't have. You're having a laugh
1: you are having a laugh and and i and and actually if we've we've got any sort of platform i will i will repeat what i've kind of said to a few folk which is that you know like in 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 international rugby right now there is a huge movement for a precedence for no contact to the head and that that's been quite clear yeah. you know we saw that last weekend with peter Romani's red card and actually i think that that by and large, I think what, the, the frustration with that one was, for, for especially for Ireland, was that actually I think the personality of the player was being taken into consideration. Oh, yeah, because he's he, 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 is, he is
0: a known bulldog, isn't he? Correct. He's a, he's a known kind of... He's, he's you're hungry abs- for blood.
1: No, well, I mean, yeah, you're, abs- you're, you're not wrong, so I'm just throwing my shoes... I'm just back in the door as well. I'm shooting my shoes. But the thing is, it, it's almost like... It's almost like when does common sense start prevailing? It's just, it's just making, making an example for making an example seek
0: yeah and i i'm not i i never played rugby in school like you did mate and and I you know I, much, i'm though. I'm very much the <laughs> layman when it when it comes to rugby but i was listening to mm. i was listening to the commentators i was listening mm. listening to the commentators on this and and they were saying oh this guy, that's gonna be harsh if that's a red card he can't yeah, do he yeah, yeah. can't do anything else he has to cover alan Wynne jones yeah yeah and, yeah, yeah. and, and uh, and I saw them say, "Look, Alwyn Jones is there. He could just come in and take the ball. He has to. He for has sure. to get himself into that situation." And yep. yes, it's unfortunate his, you know, his arm was up, his shoulder made contact with the head. But what? But, but what else was he to do?
1: Exactly. There was no other option for him. What's the point in having the TMO? The TMO told him. Oh, I don't know. I mean, that. Re- I mean, I would say there was so a couple of shady, couple of shady decisions, but that was unacceptable. Yeah, uh, yeah, unacceptable. But. Still loving watching the
0: Scottish team play. On yeah, the, on the we're, we're we're
1: going well. A couple whole, of
0: huge, hugely standout absolute, performances, an absolute thriller of a match. And mm. as far as as far as hard knocks and unfair calls go, I still think Craig Joubert takes the biscuit.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Um, still, I still, still struggle to one. watch. I still struggle to watch that. I still struggle well, to watch that video.
0: I, I watched it. I watched it live. Never again.
1: Oh. Goodness. I remember, so so for those of you who don't know, it was, a, it was a decision that was made against the Scottish team when there was about a, a, a single point difference, I believe. And uh, we were in the lead, I think it was a, a last minute try from Australia in the quarterfinals of the 2019 World Cup. Uh, no, no, tell her, oh, no, was it was 2019, 2017, I believe it was, or 2016. And I remember I was in Australia at the time, it was being played in England. Oh dear. And I, exactly, and I had to watch it at four in the morning. Now, I. W- Maddie woke up to me at four in the morning in tears. I'm not surprised. In absolute tears. I was and, and, she, as and, well. she, and she and she thought she thought oh, has someone died? Is, you know he's obviously at the other end of the world and stuff. And I go Sco- Scotland or out the World Cup. She she was just livid with me for the next twenty four hours that she I put her through that she got really upset that I was <laughs> I was in tears at four in the morning bless her yeah. no today.
0: I mean absolutely nobody wants to wake up and see their loved ones in tears at
1: four o'clock in the morning because that can never be good. And the final kick in the nuts for me is my fantasy team's gone out the window this week, oh, Alex. God. Honestly, oh I'll tell you what, right. You know, I made, ha- made this- right
0: I don't have much sympathy for this. My 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 heart is still going like a bloody freight train over that made- game because it was mental and you're just like, and to cap it off my fantasy teams down the shitter. Oh couldn't, mate, I made the decision not shit. to
1: include. I made the decision not to include Watson. I made the decision not to uh, to put Teddy Thomas in instead. Don't think that's not haunting me right now. i Teddy Thomas better pull something out of his arse tomorrow, otherwise right. he, he is lay fired. Right. Shall we get uh, off the rugby? Because
0: we're not, we're not, we're not a rugby podcast, Callum. What
1: are we? We are. Uh, how are you, by the way?
0: Oh, I'm all right. Thanks. <laughs> I thought that was a good segue. You just it was a good segue. segue. No, it's fine. I was fine. setting it's, you up
1: no it's fine don't worry <laughs> don't worry about it you can i'll give you an opportunity to set me up even more but i realize i haven't seen you in a while do you know how because you know because we can't see anyone oh yeah, yeah. back Quite to right. back to all this sort of stuff there and uh yeah
0: you're looking good though oh, thank you very much i'm wearing looking my, very I'm, wear, good. I'm wearing my
1: rugby shirt yeah yeah you well know. now come on no more rugby chat you've uh, come on you've set a precedent but, uh,
0: but you were the one that said i looked good and but alex as... we are not a rugby podcast no, alex
1: <laughs> <laughs> What, what 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 are we? Wait, do I get to say it this week? <laughs> well, I know, I'm, well, Alex. What are we? Uh, we are a music and
0: movies podcast, or is it movie and music? And I don't know. Maybe I don't music listen. Of M- music, music of movies, music of movies, of movies po- podcast. And each week mm. we bring to you our most favoriteest or the newestest of <laughs> movies that come on the most Netflixest of things. <laughs> Fuck me. Was that good? I don't was know. Fine. Was that good? It was fine.
1: I don't know. My my, uh, my expectations of life right now have been so subverted in every aspect of my life from professional to I'm kind of just like, do you know, it's such a weird time we're living in. And that right there, Alex, that right there, believe it or not, is the most normal thing that's happened all day. You've thrown in about three made up words. Three made up words. Mm hmm. I reckon you can get a good five in there before we before we end of, before we're at the end of this. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, I'm not. I'm
0: not gonna get. I'm not gonna give much more.
1: Now, ladies and gentlemen, of course we are a music and movies, and do not ever come to our door. Don't ever knock on Alex's door at four in the morning, bang on the door, and tell us that we are not up to date with our current movie and music trivia and information. Don't. I know you're thinking about it. I know you're planning on visiting uh, his his address in uh, in. Knocking him. He's in flat two. I know you're trying. I know you want to confess. I, I need to stop saying your address you on need, this you podcast. You need to stop. You need to stop. Because <laughs> one day I'm just gonna forget to bleep it out. I'm not even. I'm not even that scared
0: of the people around the neighbourhood knowing where I live. I'm actually more scared of like oversized pigeons.
1: Wolf. Oh, oversized pigeons! Over, Did you overs- see oversized that? Pigeons. That was wonderful. This,
0: ladies and gentlemen, was the peak of social media and the internet <laughs> for those in the uk you may or may not be aware there's this wonderful app called next door which is basically social media for your postcode it's, it's where people it's, people post it's usually, absolute nonsense it's, it's just it's, non- a, it's, it's a heavy mix it's horrendous it's a heavy mix of there's pedos about and karen and karen's <laughs> bitching about site by oh, bicycle lanes
1: all the way Things through like to that. whose fucking cat is this <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah exactly
0: i found a cat whose cat it is, is it hands up and and the other Anyone morning else spoons? and the other morning i was i was scrolling through next door as you do and i saw what was the post because you saw it as well you saw it (laughs) as well i took a couple of screenshots and sent it to you i I took a screenshot i took screenshots of the whole bloody thing it was like 12 (laughs) screenshots of the thread basically somebody saw a massive pigeon
1: post just said giant pigeon i saw a really big pigeon today yeah now we're at, when at the time of screenshot that was at well over 101 likes 101 and likes, comments. well
0: over like 60 comments of people <laughs> threatening to write into their local mps
1: <laughs> how, how dare you that was my labrador you obviously need to get his lips done this feud has gone on far too long leave otto out of this
0: <laughs> madness absolute madness endlessly entertaining
1: yeah but I, I I now just kind of want to get because I've never been one to kind of muscle into any sort of social media argument or any. Have you ever done that? Have you ever commented to, no. to a stranger on any platform? No.
0: I've I'm, I've I came to the realization so so long ago that nobody has ever won an argument on the internet or changed <laughs> anyone's mind about anything. And so I don't. And so actually, I don't understand why strangers talk to each other or debate but, on the internet at all because nobody going can come of
1: it. But you and I spend the majority of our show recording over the internet, and I've I've yeah. changed your opinion multiple times and won multiple arguments. Yeah, absolutely. So, so actually, I think you're wrong, and that's one more for me. And that is one <laughs> more. put it on the tally. Anyway, so if you are planning to visit, <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop. Saying that. <laughs> <laughs> then you cannot tell flat, Alex that we are not current. <laughs> We are not. Now you're saying it. Yeah. We are not a current podcast because this week, it's. I mean, it's been out within the hours, hasn't it? This film, at the
0: time of this episode of the podcast releasing, this movie has been released to the public for less than a week. Amazing. In fact, and less than less than a week, less than a working week, <laughs> less than less than a week, less than less than a week, less than, less than, a, week. than a working
1: week. <laughs> okay. What's the difference between a working week and a non-working week? Well, a non-working... is one of them just lie around collect furlough. Well,
0: no, obviously the working week is Monday to Friday, obviously, five days, and the Mm non-working week has the other two.
1: Yeah, I thought you just more meant like the working week uh, sort of goes into work, works from home at the moment, and the other non-working week takes furlough and does 80% of its pay. Right, okay. Volunteers. I
0: think that's what the podcast (laughs) is the equivalent of.
1: (laughs) There we go. So, news of the world... Yes. And it is bloody news of the world. What, I mean, what, what an absolute delight to be able to sit down. And you know me; I'm really getting into my sitting down, turning the lights out, you know phone in the been, other room. We've
0: been doing we've been doing that as well, and such a great decision, honestly. Yeah, because yeah. we have this lamp. In the corner of the room that we've been oh. that we've been keeping on. I know. Stop, no, 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 no I, know, I know, I know. This is this is really exciting shit, honestly. <laughs>
1: tell but everyone about the no, lamp, no. Alex. It's I'm so happy that we wrote this in the script a, this
0: week. <laughs> it's a really warm bulb. So it gives off a really warm light. It's not a cold light. It's not a cold light. So it gives oh, off shit. No, no, no. It gives off this warm light. It sits in the corner and it gives right. the room like an orange tint, right? So you're like, okay, so all the other <laughs> lights are off. So it's not quite like the cinema. So you get a little orange glow. It's basically just to keep it relatively normal. It's still a work, still a working space. If you want to go to the kitchen get some water, you can.
1: You can. Yeah, that's there. So, you can do that. Need you, little need little that bit, you need a little bit of light in order
0: to do such practical things. <laughs> no, you know I'm right. I might be. T- Otherwise, might you'd be t- bumping
1: your head off things, standing on plugs. You
0: would absolutely. You would. But recently, the last few, uh-huh. the last few movies we've watched which well the last one was news of the world the one before that was attack of the clones but less, <laughs> less said about that the better but for- did, you just,
1: sorry, did you just watch attack of the clones in isolation
0: Oh, no, we watched Phantom Menace last week. Right, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not, for, I'm not <laughs> a complete imagine? lunatic.
1: I was going to say, I'd actually have to phone your sisters and be like, you we would. need to check in on them more.
0: Yeah, absolutely would. <laughs> not t- now is the time for binging franchises, I'm telling you. Yeah, that's true, but that's true. We've been turning all the lights off, including the corner floor lamp.
1: We're still and it's been magic fucking no,
0: lamp. <laughs> but without the lamp it's pitch it's pitch black and it's more of an experience and i've and we've been enjoying it and that's that's the last i'm gonna say on the matter because it's obviously oh bothering God. you <laughs> are we delirious are we, just, Wait, no, are I'm we just... just
1: i'm so done yeah oh mate now we spent a huge amount of time talking about this the other night because we were kind of I think we, now no, I, my dis, my judgment of this movie is I kind of, it didn't quite, it didn't quite hit the bullseye for me, this movie. And I think I've got a couple of reasons why, but I think well, it did I hit the so. bullseye. It did hit the bullseye. we like it to have the, some
0: sort of semblance ex- of critical some, thought on this podcast. I don't
1: like it. What do they have to do next week, Alex? Right, yeah. <laughs> 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 but, but, the, but it, um, I, I, it was, it was, and you know, I think it was, it was a couple of decisions around Mainly the casting. Interesting. I want. I, I want to get back around to that. This is, but for all front it did everything right in isolation. It was like the movie did the music beautifully, and we, and we will talk about yeah, the music we absolutely The music we'll was, talk oh, about that, yeah oh, it, it. It was just. It was just heartwarming. But we've got the music, we have the cinematography, the casting, the performance, and the acting. Now, in isolation, all of those things were wonderful so the setting
0: and story of this movie is a western isn't mm. it mm. but i was looking at a lot of the cinem- cinematography and the low camera angles though you know low yeah, low yeah. pointing pointing up there was this incredible shot of when the you know, the gang of creepy bad guys was chasing mm. where we're chasing our heroes on horseback mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the camera angle was behind the horses from below pointing up Mm, that's mm. the best way i can use to describe it but Mm -hmm. it was no i know i know but 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 it's but it's epic because you could really like feel the hooves like clattering on the ground and i've just i've just never seen that perspective done in a western before and it it was so notable that actually i mean it kind of brought me out of it enough to comment on it and say, yeah. "Oh, I really like that camera angle." But then that—that's not really a bad thing. Usually, it's a bad thing when things, when technical things take you out of the movie. But I think when it's something so unusual and it's very, very effective, you kind of yeah, give it no, points for that.
1: You're 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 absolutely you're absolutely bang on. And I th- I think that there was a lot of sequences where, as I said, a lot of thought has gone into how much do we reveal to the audience, how much of this do we actually show to the audience, and certainly I think. I think there's a there's a comment says so some boy outside with a motorbike going past. You might pick that one up. I, I didn't actually. Was, <laughs> okay, there was there was quite clearly a lot of thought put into what was hidden from the audience as well because I think there's been quite a common theme of westerns of modern day westerns or as we say in the modern the last five years westerns are are very gritty visceral style films. Yeah. And this one wasn't, I think there was a lot of careful decisions that they wanted to make this quite a, uh, and and that falls in line with the casting, n- lest we forget. You know, you, you put you put Tom Hanks in this role. The one track that I want to talk about and how they do this is when we're first introduced to the North, North, uh, North Wichita Falls, sorry, Wichita Falls Wichita in North falls, Texas. Yeah. And there was a track that was played there called There Is No Time For Stories. Now that that now that's a track that's basically accompanies the scene just after he reads the news to the the town of Wichita Falls yeah and everything that's set up in that scene kind of subverts the audience's expectations in my opinion because of one thing which is people used to do this people used to travel from town to town to tell the stories right so this is this is one of the things that
0: i was gonna ask but because i think you've watched more westerns than me and i mm. think as far as that world goes maybe romantically it resonates a bit more with you i can imagine you being a cowboy guy mm. <laughs> basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically yeah basically is the is what i'm trying to get at and so i was going to ask you was was this a real thing was there newsmen that okay that came to town with a with a pile of papers
1: Okay. and read the news
0: because i was because i was looking at the at it going like i've never heard of that before and i've never mm. seen this role in that society before but at the same time makes perfect sense
1: it does make and, perfect sense and he
0: the character actually made it make perfect sense by you know saying to them you know like these people are working day and night from sun up to sun down they don't have time to read the paper and they like to, you know, get together for any sort of community gathering they can. So why not one of them be, you know, reading the news of the world? Mm. And he does it Mm. in such a fantastic way. And I thought, well, that actually makes perfect sense. I would totally believe that that role existed in
1: that society. Mm. Well, I mean, so, so, so yes, it did. It's not, it's not something that it's well known for. However, I ask you, I put it back to you as a question, and maybe you'll be able to this. Do you think he's actually telling the news?
0: Or do you think he's made it up?
1: Well, now this was my theory going through this, and this is where I thought it was actually quite a clever film, because I don't think he was telling the news. I think he was cherry-picking the news and actually reciting the stories that would resonate most to the style of political agenda that the towns of that area would feel yeah so what we were having was basically and and i maybe was maybe i was over analyzing this but i felt it was actually more of so from the news side of things i felt it was more an observation on modern day how news is filtered to certain people to different news feeds and different sort of if you're looking through your own social media oh, news feeds and stuff, see. you're seeing your own stories so because he was now, very politically us now
0: are only seeing the stories that we resonate with uh, wait we, we resonate with
1: and we choose and we want to hear And
0: back mm-hmm. then it's mm-hmm. tom hanks that's doing that filtering process <laughs> yeah he for was them. he was, it's he was not years the ahead Facebook algorithm
1: that's bit, i know i know and it sounds ridiculous but that's actually the that was what i thought that's, that's very what interesting that's what point. was making me think now
0: very obviously he did use he did very clearly use this in one particular scene where he used uh a story with a freedom metaphor to kind of rile up a certain crowd in an undesirable yep. area so that he he could make a very clever quick escape which was which was really a really ballsy move actually i was like mm. god mm. what are you doing but so he so yes you you do see that in a very very obvious way. But I mm. hadn't considered that that's what he was doing the whole time. Yeah, which is interesting. So,
1: yeah, and and I and I and I give this movie actually a lot more credit now. That I mean, look, that's one of these things where I th- I don't know if that's true or not. That's my theory, but I think there's some validation in it, and I like. Believing it more, I think it makes it a far more interesting story, and I'm, I think it makes Captain Jefferson a far more interesting character. Yeah, how he actually is burdened by a political agenda. Yeah, because he's a captain. You know, he's a captain. They talk a lot about the. Well, I would I would have been I would have believed and it was just after the Civil War, and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of hate and there's a lot of resentment that he's traveling around the South, and actually he's choosing stories to lift people's spirits to there make is. people. Uh, what was, so, so what anyway, was very interesting, was
0: though, is they did they did they ever say which side he was on? No, I don't think they did. They didn't say which side he was on. However, I always got the impression because he talked about home and his wife and his old mm. and his old career and how he had to change and everything, and everything was centered around Texas, around the South. Mm. So i I think we have to assume that he was on the southern side of the conflict
1: yes yes i thought so too which
0: is which is very very interesting because i think you kind of have to check your assumptions yeah here because i think when you see tom hanks in a western movie at the in this era and he's wearing a suit and he's reading the news mm-hmm. i think our lefty moral superiority assumes that he's from the north
1: yeah 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 yeah, yeah of course, and then of actually course, yeah. the
0: story comes out and then i actually had to check myself and go why did i assume that there was no reason for me to assume that mm, he was just mm. you know uh, a person with a good heart mm-hmm. that fought fought for his home mm,
1: mm.
0: and actually his motivations for that had nothing to do with the certain problematic political alignments of mm. associated with that side and mm. so in that way, it really broke down a lot of those barriers because it's so easy to look at the Civil War South and say, hey, you, Vi- yeah, pro-sla- they were the villains, pro- yeah. pro-slavery villains, whatever. But at the end of the day, the, probably the vast majority of those people were just men going off to war who were fighting for their home or mm, their mm. personal sense of duty.
1: and other admirable traits but do you know why do you know how they did this though alex it's through the casting and this is why i don't like the casting personally i i i felt it was a i felt it was a little lazy i think is the word to use when you say casting
0: are you talking about any characters any actors sorry beyond tom hanks or are you just talking about tom hanks
1: just talking about tom hanks Ah. just talking about tom hanks because
0: controversial statement because i don't know if you're aware callum people quite like tom hanks
1: well this is the thing i love tom hanks Ah, i would go as far as to say he is one of my favorite actors but i i think that actually this wasn't the right movie for him and I think you could have really, I think they've missed a trick by not casting someone maybe in a more, there's, there's two ways that this could have gone down. And I've, I've got a couple of some names that I think might have been better suited for this role. But I think my first option would have been, this is a really, this is this, this story. And if, if we're, if what we're saying is true, this story is kind of saying something. Yep. And if the story is saying something that maybe falls in line with an actor who maybe wants to kind of either revitalize their career or, Take their career down a new route or a new avenue. Okay, and so a couple of names were, you know, sifting to the surface for me. I thought maybe a Kurt Russell would look quite maybe a little bit more uh, realistic in this role, maybe someone, um, you know, along along those sort of lines. But then I was really kind of getting, you know, thinking actually what would really draw me to this story? What would really make this movie memorable? Because I don't, I, personally, I don't think this movie actually is memorable as, you know, take your Captain Phillips, for example. Yep. I think it's a great movie, but I think maybe that one falls a little bit foul of this same trait of we'll throw Tom Hanks in there and we'll get the star power in. Yeah. But if you'd went down the route of putting someone like Bill Murray in that role, typically comedian, typically funny man, put him in a serious role that's actually a film about saying something, that film is gonna stick with me longer That film's gonna resonate with me longer and so that was my that was maybe my thoughts of it yeah um, but he was Tom Hanks was incredible he was he was incredible, he was
0: incredible and I think he inhabited the role and lest we forget that this movie was based on a book
1: so the character
0: existed before he was inhabited by tom hanks and so you kind of have to assume that the producers or whoever it was was reading this story and they thought oh well that's tom Tom, well that's tom hanks well that's we need
1: we need to get tom hanks but that's the problem alex that's the problem but then i wasn't watching i was watching tom hanks but i wasn't watching captain
0: jefferson if you know that the character that you're trying to make a movie about would be perfection if played by one actor why Mm. why why wouldn't you go for that actor why would you make the decision to go well actually no that's too obvious
1: let's let's try and do someone else I don't know I kick back against that actually because I think about it. I think why why did why did the person, you know, f- take your your example, if they were reading the story and they saw Tom Hanks, why did they see Tom Hanks? They saw him because he's in everything. He always <laughs> plays that mo- he always plays that morally good guy, so he's going to sift to the surface. Yeah. And 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 so actually, I think it played to the detriment. I think actually I personally was just watching Tom Hanks. That could have been Captain Phillips in reincarnation. Yep. The same character, he was motivated in the same way. He he actually had a very similar sort of story. You know, that's Sully. That was Sully I was watching on the screen there. I wasn't watching Captain Jack. I could have been watching Sully and doing that role. I could have been watching Captain Phillips doing that role. Th- that's what wrong. I was thinking. No, no, no. I,
0: I, I don't think you're wrong. I think it didn't detract my enjoyment of the
1: movie. Mm. But... I'm not saying you're wrong <laughs> now i've got a really interesting fact for you if you'd like oh because i love there, interesting was, facts. there was and you asked me was it just tom hanks you didn't like um uh, as the casting and i uh, and i said yes because there was one bit of casting which was and performance which was absolutely fantastic and that was of course helena zengal playing johanna yes now was this an introducing casting uh i believe no so i don't think so no 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 oh. it wasn't this wasn't her first because i but... read
0: i read some somewhere when it's when it was listing starring such and such i think i read a, and introducing
1: oh okay well maybe this was her first major major piece um but i've got a really really interesting fact for you here do tell so helna zengel uh, just on on this on this point, said that she'd actually never heard of Tom Hanks before she'd been uh, before uh, she'd been cast in this role, and that I think I'd seen The Da Vinci Code before, but I didn't know who he was. I thought he was just some actor. Wow. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to set that girl down t- down with Toy Story. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. But but you know it it's it kind of it kind of. In some way, in some weird way, I was like, ah, that gives my argument validation because she was very good and she didn't go, oh, this is just Tom Hanks. She went, this is an actor and I've got to work against this actor. I'm Uh, not having to work against Tom Hanks. So
0: actually, what we've discovered, the problem isn't Tom Hanks. The problem is you've seen too many Tom Hanks movies. (laughs) The problem is you. By your logic, if you didn't know who
1: Tom Hanks was, this would be phenomenal. Yeah, yeah exactly exactly but this was his first west his first full western film oh. um because he did he so he played an out of despite uh, the fact no, that his Sherri- yeah, d- sheriff yeah despite Moody. the fact
0: that his most famous role
1: is ostensibly a cowboy <laughs> yeah exactly but this is his first actual western film which is really great now i have another track written down here alex that i want to talk a little bit about um but before it before i kind of go into that track i guess it's worth zooming out a little bit and talking about where the tracks came from oh yes so the music Mm. Yes. I've
0: got a question about about the music. Okay. Did you know who wrote the music before you saw the movie? No, I didn't. Interesting. Neither did I. If, gun to your head, who would you have
1: guessed that uh, wrote it? Uh, Hilda gwana daughter. That's who I thought. Genuinely, when I was watching it, I was like, it's kind of got Joker-esque vibes, but it's ah, it's, a more, hearing, it's a more it's a more a more mature version of that. I'm hearing, from last, from I'm last hearing
0: year. the Joker-esque vibes. Do you want to know who I thought wrote it before? I, before I sat down and listened to the soundtrack,
1: who? Thomas Newman. I knew you were gonna fucking say that, and I nearly called you out for it. I was like, "Don't give me some Newman shit." Okay, well, <laughs> right. So, come at me, bro. <laughs> how did
0: you know the fact that you knew that I, it's your go-to I, as well it's not my go-to there's <laughs> there's there are specific audible reasons in this score why one might think that this was Thomas mm. Newman okay so any any ideas
1: uh, I think the I think the the fact that it was so 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 my the reason why i think musically is because it leaned heavily on certain instrumentation for some songs and then as the track progressed slowly built up into a fuller more rounded sound which is i think a quite a hallmark like of your finding nemo's how it kind of starts with maybe a harp playing away uh, or, a, or a lone violin or a lone yep. piano and then slowly the other instruments come in come in come in and then it's a and then it's a broader more full fat sound yeah
0: you're absolutely bang on and this was especially apparent in tracks such as what you were saying there is there is no time for stories Mm mm-hmm when else does that big melody come? Arriving
1: in? at arriving at Red Rock was the one that was the one that reminded me of that that massive soaring sound when he arrived. But the one oh, that I think you're oh, thinking of Oh is... arriving at Red River. Do you mean right, Red, Red Red River? Sorry, no, not Red no. Rock. Red Red Rock's a different. No, role. I'm thinking <laughs> of uh,
0: Kid visits Maria as well. You've got that big theme mm, coming mm, coming mm. in there, and also what else can you teach me? That lovely scene where they're on when they're on the cart and they're learning to communicate. With each with with each other. Yeah. There's this one theme that goes through it, which is a truly, truly gorgeous melody. And it just mm. had such Newman vibes for me. Yes. And it, it it really did, to the point that I was convinced that he wrote the score. But mm. to my astonishment, it was
1: the wonderful James Newton Howard. Yes, yeah, very good. Mainly instrumentation and works in music departments for a lot of films. So he doesn't have a huge, a huge, huge amount of of, of um, composing credits yeah, to his yeah, name. Yeah, although hard. he has done, yeah, he he he's he's mainly on the he's mainly on the kind of sound department. So his most famous one recently would have been Red Sparrow. Uh, he did the Nutcracker as well, but he's also coming to pick up some of the slack for the Fantastic Beast films as well. But I, I did, it's a name that I'm not overly familiar, so I did have to do a little bit of research on onto him. Oh no, he's done some, he's
0: done some wonderful, wonderful scores.
1: Mm. Well, I mean, he he was fifty
0: percent of the Dark Knight, for goodness' sake. I didn't like uh, Emily in Paris. I'll be honest; that's why I'm a bit, oh, really? stunted against. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. You didn't like Emily in Paris, so you just forgot he existed.
1: But Emily in Paris is hor- it's objectively horrendous. I've not, seen, see the review? I've not oh, seen it. Mate, it's, I've, it's, I've not seen it. I've I've not seen it. Objectively bad. horrendous. That's horrendous. the kind of sweeping statement we like on this it's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is absolutely the case. But no, I I I thought I thought that actually the music was just so mature. And if we're talking about themes that carry through the road to Dallas, and then it was it was repeated in the end credits sequence just wonderful just absolutely just and and i'm talking really rich sound world like a really rich sound world yeah i mean this is definitely going to get a nomination for the oscar right it's definitely going to get a nomination definitely because as much because as much as
0: i loved that sort of newman-esque very romantically american the the mm. type the type of melodies oh it, it is very it pentatonic is. lots of open fifths very much yeah it's just that sound it's that newman sound i think mm. newman, newman's got almost got a monopoly on that sound that you can't <laughs> make a quote-unquote patriotic american sounding mm-hmm. score and not sound like thomas newman it's layers mm. because I, I swear you could take at least a couple of those tracks a couple of these tracks and assume that it came from Bridge of Spies.
1: Oh yeah, that's a really great well there's but that's another Tom Hanks and another the Again, same it's character. another. <laughs> it's another Tom
0: Hanks and a Tom and a Thomas Newman score. A score which, by the way, <sighs> was supposed to be John Williams. Oh really? It was supposed to be John Williams, because that's a Spielberg. That doesn't surprise Spiel... me though, actually. Yeah, you're right, Spielberg, movie. Spielberg. Yeah.
1: However, John Williams was busy with Star Wars, I believe. Yeah. So so that's a great point. And just on my more Tom Hanks, the other two names or three names that I wrote down for who would have been better at Jefferson, Mark Rylance. What a performance. Was I it would for him. say I
0: would say because the name Mark Rylance popped into my head when you were talking about other 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 actors and i think mm. and i said to myself if you say mark rylance i'm gonna fight back against that because i think that's just
1: another version of his typecast
0: okay fair enough
1: i've got two more then here's you go okay fine different movie if you put michael keaton in there yeah out of out of role yeah he's not usually this sort of serious role but actually that would say something no, yeah i'd say or keaton. i'd say keaton and i've got one better right in mads mickelson yeah throw in Mads Mikkelsen yeah. obviously the American I'll, accent might be difficult I'll but... always throw in Mads Mikkelsen anywhere <laughs> but, I love but that obviously man. there was a there was a there was a lot of rich uh there was a lot of rich German roots throughout this movie and obviously he isn't he isn't himself isn't German but I know he does speak German he's been in some German movies yep. and so actually that would have been potentially quite an interesting yeah. role to put in there I Maybe do a slightly twist on the character
0: I know it's a bit silly I do enjoy fan castings
1: Yeah, well, that's what this was, though, wasn't it? It was just a fan casting. Yeah,
0: what Tom Hanks? What we actually got? You'd say that was a fan casting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because it was a fan who went. I like Tom Hanks. Put Tom Hanks in this movie. Tom Hanks in the movie. We'll make money. Brilliant. Netflix will Netflix will absolutely sweep with this movie, though, won't they? Well, it's going to be very, very interesting
0: because I think Netflix are going to do very well in award season this year.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely.
0: Netflix, gonna. I think it's gonna be a Netflix and Amazon kind of war, because yeah. the big studios haven't re- haven't bloody released anything. They've
1: pushed everything back. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's gonna be I,
0: very, very interesting to see what's actually nominated. Because I'm quite, it, is, it is worth say, it is worth saying as well that even though we're covering this movie this week because it just came out just came out on netflix so we were quite excited to watch something new and talk about something very very current it's also mm. worth mentioning that the score for this movie has been shortlisted for nomination
1: of course yes um, yeah, for, yeah, which for, one for, the, for the oscars
0: list and we kind of wanted to get a leg up on it this year do, mm. do a, do, <laughs> maybe see well, how many of these movies can we see and cover before the actual award ceremony
1: we're never going to get a better kick at this, actually, because do you often find this, that when, when the Oscar categories are released, you're like, I've never heard of half of these movies. No, yeah, exactly. Because they slipped them in in, like, January, February yeah. to all and these I love small theatres. And I love cinema. I love watching movies. And
0: I always, 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 every single year, wish I'd seen more of the Buzz more of the buzz
1: ones. I have you were going to see more of the Buzz Lightyear more ones. More of the Buzz Lightyear ones.
0: <laughs> yes, more Oscars for Buzz Lightyear. Could you imagine him just getting up on stage? That would have been a good casting. Well, what about Tim
1: Tim? <laughs> (laughs) Allen. Put Tim Allen in this movie. Mm. Oh, Uh, I'm going to say no with that one. (laughs) That's him from Home Improvements. Really? I keep watching those videos. Remember we did that? Remember we did it? (laughs) Not Home Improvements. The Santa Claus, obviously. The Santa Claus, yeah, absolutely. But no, I... I, I thought this was I, I thought this was a really great, and I would recommend this movie to people. Yeah, because so I, think would I. It, it, every it, day. It, it, it was a really, it was a beautiful pace. It told a really great story, great acting, bit shonky CGI. Oh, I thought, the cart, sequence, yeah, yeah. I thought Some, the cart sequence was a bit shonky. Yeah, and dare I say it, they were sh- all shots
0: that didn't need to be there. No. I feel like somebody could have said, oh, that shot looks a bit, janky let's just cut Mm. that
1: yeah we don't need this we don't we don't
0: need that they're all we already have loads of other shots of them Mm -hmm. in peril or Mm. we have lots of other shots from different angles of this one specific thing let's not use the ones that are shonky
1: cgi well well, that's it because lest we forget the, the, the 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 vice or the 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 activity um of Of the the cart falling off the wheels was to create the the transition between them having the cart having the horses having an ability to carry supplies to not yeah now there's a million and one ways you can do that. They didn't choose the right way to do that. They could have had the horse could have stepped in a, a hole and broken its leg. They could The cart could have broken its wheel or there could have been a reason for whatever, you know, the horses are, you know, the horses just could have, you know, died yeah. or whatever. You know, they could have made a wrong turn, could have made a wrong turning and the, and the horses collapsed due to exhaustion and then they're on their own. Do you know, there's, there's yeah. a million and one ways to do it. And I just, I just felt that it was an odd, the film wasn't paced to have that sort of sequence in there. And then the CGI on top of it, I went, oh, you've kind of done yourself a little disju- disjustice yeah. here.
0: No, the, C- the, the CGI in those moments was one of my very, very few complaints. And my, mm. other, my other complaint was actually a character thing.
1: Mm. Okay. Because
0: the presence of one particular character annoyed me to no end. Who was that? And it was, I forget the guy's name, but it's, it, it's the pedo guy. Oh, the the fake Oscar Isaac. Yes, the fake Oscar <laughs> Isaac, the guy <laughs> that could have been Oscar Isaac right up until the moment
1: he took his hat off. It, right, the moment. Yeah, he took <laughs> And I said, "More like Oscar, my eyes are sick." Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Am I right? Absolutely. Because I, I, I didn't like cause I didn't like him. Alex, since I'm I sick. get the point
0: of his. I get the point of his character. I I enjoyed. I very very much enjoyed. The shootout scene, then the the standoff. I think it was done really, really well. We saw a lot of things that we hadn't seen before. I love, I love the use of the coins in the in the shells. I wrote down here a little pun, Alex. To create ammunition. I'll go on. I'll give you a pun.
1: If you did enough coins in there, it could have been a buck shot. Oh my days there you go everyone that's atrocious everyone have a lovely night oh my i'm gonna see God. a bit later take care right i'm, I'm gonna go bye i'll see you a bit later Alex. all right sweet
0: all right. well we'll just bye. uh i'm quite tired so i think we should just end it here then
1: no, keep talking keep talking keep,
0: keep talking. talking all right okay yeah, cool yeah, yeah. well i'll finish i'll fit i'll finish my point about this character If that's all if, I, if it's all the same with you yeah great good now <laughs> as i said i loved the set piece Mm. Loved the chase I already said I loved a lot of the camera work To do with mm. the the chase Before the standoff I just hated the motivations Of the character Because I understood yeah. it I understood it We're in a lawless land Part of the charm of a western Is the fact that it's a lawless land There's very yeah. little law about it, And that basically means the scum of society Are out in the open And they don't mm. actually care too much mm. About being out in the open and mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. as a movie you go right okay what kind of scumbag can we get in here oh yeah pedophile yeah exactly and yeah frankly <laughs> who will the f- I think who will the fans instantly hate exactly and i genuinely i feel like just that decision i could feel the corporate behind it and i just thought it was yeah, a bit trope-y. yeah no you're you're absolutely and right and i can't and i can't think of any examples off the top
1: of my head but i swear that character is in like 50 other westerns. But do you know what you could have done, right? Do you know what you could have done? Make it more interesting, okay? This is There's so many easy ways to fix this movie. Why weren't we in charge, right? I, I, do, I've been saying this a lot. What? I've been saying this for days. Do you know what, right? Put Mads Mickelson in that role, right? <laughs> yes. He's a captain, right? Done, right? Put him in both now, roles. Now, 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 here you go, right? Now, they're not pedos, okay? Right. They just. Nobody likes pedos. They don't know who likes pedos, right? They just. They want. To trade her to to slave traders, okay? Yep. They don't want it. They don't want to have their filthy way. They want to just trade her slave traders. Yep. Now, put the character's motivations of why he feels that he should have access to her. Make him a major, one rank above a captain. Yeah. But the war is over. None of them are, they're now both civilians. They're both retired from military service and he feels that he has a duty. He still feels that he has a right to access whatever someone who would have been lower ranks than him has. And that's his motivation. He goes, it's by right, she should belong to me because I'm your ranking officer. Something along those lines, you'll draw the military vibe back into it. And oh, you've got a really interesting... And again, back to what I was saying, that
0: it's a lawless land, which means there are infinite reasons for this guy to be at odds with mm. captain jefferson and to try and and you can still have of those course, set course, pieces your, your bank, you you yeah, can yeah, still yeah. have those set pieces i just feel like him just being a pedo was an easy trope it, it was easy and, you're right and, yeah, and as yeah. a result it may, and, as well a well, it may as well
1: have been a nazi pedo
0: it may as well have been a nazi pedo but as a result Because it was easy. We're now being jovial about it and not being really... Like feeling really awkward about the fact no, that he's a pedo because no. that should be one of the most horrific things to put on camera yeah yeah, yeah it yeah, should be right, one yeah. of the most horrific
1: and there was no threat was no, there, there wasn't. we were like 20 minutes into the film a pedo rocks up and we're like oh i wonder what's gonna happen here i know. there's so <laughs> like... much there's so much movie <laughs> life a, like, th- my money th- <laughs> my money's
0: on the pedo getting
1: shot <laughs> <laughs> into the movie no the pedo gets her takes her away the movie ends after 35 minutes oh God. it's a revolutionary cinema classic <laughs> because it subverts your expectation so much and i tell you what that boulder was about an accident waiting to happen it looked like do you know the old Hanna barbera cartoons yeah where like the one bit of the the, the secret door was slightly sh- different shade to the other doors in the in the foreground because you knew it was going to move it may as well have looked yeah. like that it was like i wonder I about mean, that, that boulder is about to take someone's eye I out i
0: did i did laugh at the boulder actually because <laughs> obviously obviously <laughs> the thing about the thing about the boulder is you see a boulder you see a boulder rolling <laughs> towards you and you move out the way you move yeah. out the way you get shot but i really wanted it to not get to that stage and yeah. for and for captain jefferson to do the boulder and, mm-hmm. but the only objective was to get him with the boulder and yeah. so he moves out of the way, yeah, and he's yeah, like, "Damn, yeah, I yeah. forgot to get up and actually shoot him and finish the job." <laughs> right? What's next on the <laughs> list of ideas?
1: Oh, it was <sighs> bad. It was bad that. Week. But but you know we're 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 we're, we're picking holes. No, mate. we are. We, we really are over... because
0: genuinely, the uh, that that character, the motivations of the the baddie in the first half of the movie was. By and large, my only
1: yeah. major complaint with it, really, I, I, I thought, I thought it was a lovely, I thought it was a lovely movie. I thought there were some lovely set yeah. pieces, and I loved the conflicts with the, you know, the Native Americans, how they, they kind of disowned her. You know, it was like it was the whole thing of when you. If a, if a bird falls out of its nest and you nestle it back to health and stuff, the mother won't take it back. It was kind of those sort of vibes that you were kind of that you were kind of getting across. It. And, and you know, Tom Hanks being in the role, and this is kind of where I come back to the whole lazy casting. He's obviously going to be a nurturing source. You, you don't have Tom Hanks in that movie and he doesn't play a father figure. No, right?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So
1: that, so that, so I, and again, maybe that falls into line with the whole obviously, Apito's the worst thing, put him in there, you know, oh, just the, the, I, I don't know. I, but we're nitpicking, right? No, because yeah, really. This really, was yeah. a be- this was a beautiful movie. No, it, it uh, really, and I, really was. It did, it did conjure
0: a couple of comparisons from me, though. Okay, go for it. To other properties. bit true, true grit esque. Well, from a Western point of view, yeah. Okay, okay. But, here here's one.
1: Mm-hmm. Logan. Oh, yes. Very good. Yes, yeah, yeah. Here's another Although one. we didn't Yeah.
0: The Mandalorian.
1: The man yeah, yeah. <laughs> now here's a couple here's a couple Leon? Of... Leon the assassin? Uh,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: We're but good at this. I know. More? Right?
0: Any 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 <sighs> any more movies with old bastards and young girls? Uh can... nah.
1: Didn't one of the diehards do this? Oh. Surely one of the diehards did surely it.
0: Surely one of the diehards did it. Was it four? Diehard four? No, no but it was Justin Long, not a girl. Justin Long instead of a girl.
1: <laughs> May as well have been...
0: <laughs> sorry, Justin. I like that sorry, movie, Justin, actually. No, I do, I do really like it as Remember well. When Tilly,
1: Timothy Oliphant does a fire sale?
0: Yeah. <laughs> And they do a huge exposition dump with what a fire huge sale. Huge exposition is. Like, dump. And, and basically the, visu- the visual representation of the fire sale is all the traffic lights go green. although <laughs> they all go mental. <laughs> yeah, all the traffic goes mental. And it's, it's played for laughs, but if that happens in real life, you'd be terrified, wouldn't <laughs> it's you? It's a good movie, yeah, though. It's a good movie. I, I especially like the fact where he launches a car into a Car into the helicopter. Timeless. Every, yeah, timeless. Timeless, absolutely. No, no, no. But back to The Mandalorian. So not only... Is mm-hmm. Johanna quite clearly Baby Yoda in that Yoda. in that comparison? There was yeah, also there was also a lovely track featuring a recorder.
1: Oh, now this wasn't Miss Johanna, was it? Right. Well, whatever that whatever that track was, <laughs> I know I could. Whatever, I, I do know it because I did yeah, listen yeah. to the track, whatever right? that
0: track was. Not only did it have the same type of recorder, as far as my ears are going to tell me. As, oh, a low bass a, recorder, as, yeah. Yeah, as the famous Mandalorian Lydaline track. Gorsand, yeah. It also had the same sort of a wee, a wee, a wee, a wee, a mm. wee, kind of, kind well, of but, but two, tones, two tones kind of going through. And, and I and I understand it was very much going for that, her Native American culture.
1: Of course, you of know, course. The fact that she has
0: been raised for a, a large part of her young life by Indians. Mm. But it just, because obviously we've seen so much Mandalorian and it's kind of in the zeitgeist now. It's hard to not hear that anymore. I feel like without yeah. the Mandalorian, I probably would have given it a bit more credit for
1: originality. For originality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it was still a lovely choice for yeah. its
0: function in the movie.
1: No, I thought it was bang on. I thought the, the lone violins at times, I thought the use of acoustic guitar was wonderful. The strings soared when they needed to. The 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 lone instruments played their tunes when they needed to I, I mean i'm gonna give this an easy two thumbs up yeah mate. i will as well it's not a
0: it's not a movie that i'm gonna watch again it's like the perfect kind of movie where you go what movies did i watch in 2021 it's just part of the year of you watching movies i
1: mean it's an oscar movie wasn't it it kind was an it oscar beat was, movie it, it kind of was an oscar not
0: movie. in the same way that things like the post and things were because i yeah, that, yeah. because frankly the post annoys me because it was made in like a month it had the biggest oscar Beatty cast you've ever seen assembled in yeah, your yeah, life yeah. another tom hanks one. and it was and it was a true and it was a true story motivated by freedom of Ugh. the press and all those yeah. lovely patriotic american things and it came out right before award season and yeah, frankly yeah. all i saw when that movie came out was this is gonna this is just gonna, gonna win shit this Horrendous, is purely yeah. this is you're not trying to, you're all the try, white, all the white old men stop, love this kind of stop shit stop telling us that you're making a story that resonates with americans that you think people will love no you want awards and that's the only reason for this movie existing
1: come it win awards. do you think this will win awards what's that do you think this will win awards um
0: i mean we haven't delved far enough into the best original score category course, yeah. to okay. really compare but i think score wise It would definitely be a contender i would Mm. say although it was a very very nice score and it did a very very good job when you look at last year where joker won and that was like a really revolutionary score i kind of expect a lot more groundbreaking in your face stuff as opposed to i don't want to just say a job well done because it's better Mm. than that and i really Mm. really enjoy i completely agree i really really enjoy Scores that hit the nail on the head, but yeah. it did what it was supposed to do in the way that we expected it to do it. Yeah, and for that reason, if it won, I would feel like it was a weak category.
1: Mm. Well, that's fair. Yeah, that's not to that's say it wasn't enough. good. No,
0: no, no, no. We we loved it. Yeah, God, we don't flip flop here, do we? <laughs>
1: forward yeah let's move Uh, let's uh well we've got a couple of things to move forward with and we it's funny we were just chatting about what to bring to moving forward this week because there's been a lot of things that have been happening in the kind of zeitgeist sometimes they ebb, sometimes they flow there's been quite a lot obviously there's been a lot of news with the king kong godzilla thing that we haven't really covered a huge amount or yeah. the, the return to i think there's there's is it is it attack on titan is making a huge in the anime world that's yeah have you watched
0: much. any of attack on titan
1: no i have i haven't because i've heard it's one of these these I, it's, it's one of these sort of um i would say fan verses where fans like some things and don't like others and i if i ha- if i know that i have to go in there and be like, pick certain things out and watch certain things, I'm like, ugh, forget it. It's like the whole thing with Clone Wars. If you said to me, everything about Clone Wars is perfect, watch it all, I'm like, cool, I'm on board. But the fact that you're like, some episodes are really, really good, some episodes are really bad, I'm like, okay. It's (laughs) mad
0: peaks and troughs with with Clone Wars. And And I've heard
1: the same as with Attack on Titan.
0: Nah, see, that's not my experience with Attack on Titan because I've watched the first three series of Attack on Titan because it was on in America when I was living there. And I don't think it's on like any of the normal streaming platforms no. here, which is, what I think, why I stopped watching it. But I really, really enjoyed it. Like, yeah. mad enjoyed it. I don't think that it went through peaks and troughs with me. I, I feel like anime fans who mm. are perhaps hypercritical of the genre are... Um... Yeah, hang on. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's perfect.
1: A coffee deli- Is that a coffee service being delivered to you? That's a coffee service, my friend. What was that all about? Look at you. Oh. <laughs> Look at you, king of the castle. Lovely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just- that's just, just, just still him bringing me a nice <laughs> coffee on Valentine's Day. Oh, it's
1: Valentine's Day as well. We were, yep. we're actually recording the day before release as well, yeah. So we I think we're doing moving forward a different day. Yeah, we're doing yeah. this year. We just did a peek there. behind the curtain. That wasn't <laughs> we, we... as
0: seamless a transition as you heard.
1: <laughs> With the hard days apart. Um, oh, look at you, living like a king, talking about Titan. It's quite nice, isn't it? Oh, I think goodness. it's quite nice. You yeah, no... put a shirt on when you
0: record. Oh, uh, yeah, I could, I, could have, I could have done. But I'm all about, all about comfort in these days, mate you know me where did you get that uh, nipple piercing from okay so yes i actually highly recommend attack on titan because i think a lot of anime fans are probably hypercritical of it which is what you were saying mm. but i reckon for you and me i mean i'm just assuming you're we don't as, give a you're give shit yeah <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just assuming you're as ignorant of of anime no, as a wider genre as i am because i am, think, I am well, I woefully think, ignorant
1: i think you just stopped that sent. i think you could stop that sentence a little earlier I'm assuming that you are just woefully ignorant. Ah, right. Okay, (laughs) I see. (laughs) So, so this week on moving forward, we've got three. We do have three main stories, and and that is we've obviously got the the Gina Carano incident as it's kind of being hailed, and there's been a little bit of development since that started. So I've kind of got the deadline article on that. Fabulous. There has been, and I've got my thoughts. There has been uh, some fan castings. Well, not say fan castings because I think these were castings that we didn't really. Well they're a real casting. No, they're real, castings, they're real aren't they? casting, sorry, yeah. But they they they're kind of I I've heard for a while that it's the last of us casting. I heard for a while that Pedro Pascal was 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 tipped to play uh, the main character. I believe it was Joel. Uh, yeah. I played that game actually. They're really, really good. Uh, and then we have the WandaVision. Now, do you want to do Wandavision first?
0: Well, yeah, that's kind of like a staple of moving forward for like the last for the last few weeks. Because it's, it. it's kind of it's kind of the current show at the moment.
1: Hmm very Malcolm in the middle episode this one wasn't it it's
0: exactly what I said what I said to Elham when the cold open kind of happened I was like all right they're doing Malcolm in the middle yeah very. it was, Malcolm. Really <laughs> it was M- Malcolm in the
1: middle and everyone hates Chris mm, mm. yeah yes yeah yeah absolutely I th- I thought it was a really good I mean obviously it's because we were exposed to that style of TV show growing up and therefore it's you know I think what, what the previous the, the the typical fans of this series are probably our age group I would yeah. say maybe yeah. so and so this is where it's ramping up and becoming a little bit more all the little tropes you know the, the kids talking yeah. to the camp you know breaking the fourth wall this is this is the first time I think that's ever been done in the MCU someone a character has broken the fourth wall yeah. believe it or not so yeah
0: it's interesting I I have loved from the beginning of WandaVision the tv shows from different eras mm. Mm. trope as it were mm-hmm. or structure that they're going with and just doing the maths on the episodes there there was one full episode which took place outside the hex as they're yeah. ca- as as they're calling it in the show and so that was the one episode that didn't jump uh, e- uh, uh era of television but other than that Assuming the same to the end of the series, the last episode, which is episode nine, should be the start of
1: the twenties, mm. the twenty twenties. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Should yeah. be, which will be very modern, interesting Modern Family. What's that? Modern Family esque. Well, maybe?
0: Modern Family's been going for on for a while. If I had to guess, I think Modern Modern family's an incredible shout for the tens.
1: The tens. So do you think that's? Next I think week, the then?
0: second. I think we'll see the second last episode. Of sit down interview style.
1: Oh, that's
0: awesome! Yeah. No, genuinely, yes. I feel like they do. Yeah, that's a great idea. You're right. You're right. Sit down interview style. I mean, like actually, Office no, Parks could... and Rec. Sort well, of stuff. no, that's the thing though, because who was the first? Who was the first to do that? Probably The Office. The Office, yeah. And that would be the Naughties, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, but but America didn't really embrace. You know, Greg Daniels didn't really adopt that into his TV shows until the twenty tens, and it really oh, no. So that, it, is
0: that very much tens?
1: Do you think? Uh, do you think, as far as eras of television goes, that's that's a tens thing? I know what you're saying. I don't know the answer though. I However, think it was.
0: Pro- I think probably the most number of shows had that format during the tens. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I would say maybe most recognizable, or it's just longer ago than we thought, and we are woefully out of the picture yeah yeah that no, office, you're back you're yeah, back.
0: office parks and rec modern family modern
1: family yeah I, I'm, there, there gonna go, I'm gonna go i'm gonna go with well. tens did the rest of if... development do that no it didn't did it no i don't think so no it didn't no it didn't no. cool now we've obviously there's a lot of obviously we had petro being quicksilver we had the quicksilver costumes we had the vision costume we had scarlet witch costume because it's the halloween episode which you know was absolutely fantastic good to see them she's still not being called scarlet witch I know yeah. they've
0: they there was a joke about it last week, wasn't there? Mm, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That there's a code name. which is interesting because Marvel as an organization
1: mm-hmm. are
0: calling her Scarlet Witch. They've mm. just not they've just not said it in the actual franchise.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Because if you if you look on Marvel Legends, which is a lovely little sizzle reel series yeah, you, of yeah, things, yeah. which which I recommended you watch a couple of weeks ago. I think her episode is called Scarlet Witch. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, it is. I think you're right. And I also think that, I could be wrong, but I think if you rolled the credits on Age of Ultron and all of her appearances since then, it would probably say Scarlet Witch slash Wanda Wanda Maximoff.
1: I think it says Wanda Maximoff in Ultron, but I would need to look back. I think Civil War, if it hasn't changed for Infinity War, Civil War, then yeah you're right ah that's a really good point how what does the credit say for her character that's a really good point i'm going to have to have a look now No, this. i'm going to have
0: to have a look at that as well because i'm i'm just making that as an assumption off the top, off the top of my head i i wouldn't be surprised if it said scarlet witch but they're definitely dancing around it and the whole fact that the environment it, they're calling a hex yeah and the official explanation of that is the literal shape of the town that she's created is in the shape of a hexagon yeah and then you shorten that to hex and then you're like oh witches Ooh. well i mean they're
1: they were kind of leaning on the witches so i've got three i've got three uh i would say beyond the normal fan observation like i've got three nerdy observations that i've made oh, and yes. one of them is them one of them on, is mate. related so one of them is related to the the hex And I'm going to say this This is the last point I had, but I'll say this one first, which is who is the main villain? And I've been doing a little bit of reading and a little bit of thinking. And I picked up on a word that was used a couple of times in this episode. And it was said by Pietro quite a few times. Right. Which was the word nightmare. Now, do you know who nightmare is? I don't. So nightmare is uh, actually a Doctor Strange villain. Someone who has the ability to uh, create. So, if you have a superpowered being who has the ability to control minds and, and and all sorts, nightmare has the ability to kind of subvert their powers and leech onto their powers and make them manifest things without them knowing, and it basically turned them into a villain. So it's kind of like the 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 Dream Lord, and if you remember that episode of Doctor Who, that oh, yeah. that that kind of villain, that kind of villainry, or someone and. In some manifestations of it, there is also manifesto. People think it could be manifesto as well, but that's a for another day. We'll do that one. Right. But, okay. But the, the other way that nightmare kind of has been portrayed in some comics is he's kind of like a villain that you don't like. Kind of like the Bogger in Harry Potter. You don't. No one really knows what he looks like, but everyone knows what happens when Nightmare becomes present. You only see him if you're under Nightmare spell. Right. I
0: see. So it's very, it's it's very much uh he's in the ether, yeah. and you know pulling the strings, and you very much see his sort of signposts exactly and so people right, think okay. actually quicksilver could be nightmare now that would know really, that... that would really fit in really well with what we've seen so far yeah in exactly. division, and as far as saying like you know he, you can only tell he's there because of signposts i think that lends itself really well to that episodic tv structure well because yeah, you get, maybe, yeah because you get bits and bobs of it in every episode and if for example this comes to fruition and we learn that it is Nightmare, and we learn everything by the last episode. We should theoretically be able to go back and, and see, see in all, much yeah. more detail the specific signposts so that, that's, that are happening. So that's really, that's something that. And now instant Night- rewatch value love now it
1: nightmare is going to be the villain in dr strange 2 multiverse of madness and oh. i'm almost i'm almost almost convinced that dr strange will be in the last episode if not the last two episodes of of wandavision because i know that it will directly tie into it
0: yeah because um, so, we still haven't had they've been teasing a cameo
1: for a couple of weeks of carl danvers is that who they're teasing I think they've said they've said Captain Marvel a few times now. The last three episodes, she's been she's been sort of uh, said to, to come up. Well, come I mean, said who had, who had I thought that was
0: because of uh, Rambo's Rambo, Monica Rambo, yeah, Monica Rambo's connection with it. Which I'm, I'm very embarrassed to say, I didn't actually clock that until <laughs> this last episode because I didn't I didn't Google who she was or something like that, and I completely forgot about those characters. In... Do you want to know my
1: second theory? And it's on her. Oh yeah, go on. So she, uh, so so basically, Monica Ramble does gain superpowers in the Marvel comics, and she okay. becomes so basically the she becomes the character of Spectrum. Now, Spectrum is someone who kind of like Wanda, who is exposed to the I forget which stone it was. Is the Mind Stone, isn't it that gives yeah. her the powers? Uh, Monica Ramble being exposed to the Hex power because she's had the full hit of the Hex power now twice. I think that is going to give her, in some sort of emissions style, electromagnetic efficiency style, the powers to become Spectrum. So I think she's going to become a superhero later on. So so stand by for that. So that's my yeah. That's that's my that's my other one. Um, And my my third my third little nerdy point is purely something that I picked up on that I thought was like, oh, that's 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 almost they would have surely known they've done they they've said this, Pietro. Or Evan Peters at one point said to Wanda, that's kick ass.
0: Oh, I, I picked up on that.
1: Okay, you did pick up on I it. I picked good, up yeah. on that,
0: yeah. <laughs> I picked up on that. That's that's just a little fourth wall breaking joke though, isn't it?
1: I think so, I think so. But for those who don't know, Alan Taylor-Johnson Taylor played the character kick ass.
0: Yeah, because what we're supposed to be assuming in this show is that Pietro is the Ar- is the Aaron Taylor-Johnson version of the character but he's just got the x-men version's face Mm, mm, mm. which is very interesting because when he first turned up we were like oh shit and this is it the x-men are coming to marvel now an episode later i'm now no longer thinking that's the case i kind of feel like that's a big tease yeah he's riddled with bullet holes and all sorts i think i think it's a big tease by marvel to say we can use these likenesses and stuff like that but i actually don't think that this version that this this version of quicksilver will have anything we will get the Mm. x-men in the mcu 100 Mm, it's 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 confirmed but i don't think this version of quicksilver appearing in one division will be a part of that mechanism Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think it'll be something else
1: I'll do it, but I liked it. I like the create. I like the story that they're creating. I I really. I'm a big fan of that. And it's it's quite Rick and Morty esque, isn't it? You know the episode where they create the simulation within the simulation within the simulation. Yeah. And when they get to the bounds of the simulation, people are kind of glitching all over the all over the place because there's a concentration on where the characters are. Yeah. As the characters move away from where the action should be, you can start to see the kind of. The simulation start or the hex starting to fall over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know everyone's frozen, but you would imagine that as soon as as soon as uh, Wanda maybe interacted with those people, they would start going about their life like they're primed, ready to. I like that. I think it's really good. I yeah, it's really no, good. it's great. I'm I'm totally hooked on this show, and I'm
0: also very excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Full, yes, full trailer that came out. I think still less than a week ago. We didn't yes. really do a big moving forward last week because of the special episode with ken excellent episode yeah uh which you should totally check out if you haven't if you haven't haven't listened to it already it was a really good time but yeah falcon and winter soldier i'm really excited for as well and that's dropping
1: like two weeks after
0: wandavision finishes well
1: it's a really good point you make because apparently some fans believe that there is a hidden episode of wandavision and it's not been announced and it will you mean an episode 10 an episode ten. Some people believe there is some sort of episode ten. Now I don't think it might be a full episode, but I think in the same way that we get uh, after you know a, a, a post credit sequence. Yeah. I think there's going to be a post credit episode, maybe a, a, quick, a quick two minutes that or a quick five drop. minutes. I think it, that's exactly what's going to happen. Wow! I mean, which would be got, great. They've got the they've got the power and infrastructure to do and that. And the platform, yeah, exactly. You know, they, they could, could just film it want. and just and and there is a week between the end of Wandavision and the start of Falcon and Winter Soldier. There's a week gap. Yeah. Just stick a quick two minutes, the post credit episode. That would be that's on brand. That makes sense. It's totally on brand. It's totally on brand. But
0: I think my I think my point was I I love the fact that we're getting another entry so soon after yeah. the ending of the first one because i think we didn't get any marvel in 2020 no 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 like, we didn't relatively speaking we really didn't get like a any nice marvel. detox though i would say so because yeah. we did We did talk about this after end game the fact that like right there's a very real danger of marvel fatigue here
1: yeah and and but i don't i feel... <laughs> think
0: but i really think that they've done such a good job of getting me back there Yeah, they've been fluffing me up. That was their plan all along. How do we get Alex fluffed? No, I am I am well and truly fluffed and back on the Marvel train. (laughs)
1: That's that's such horrible imagery. (laughs) Oh, it's the most. And then you've got Loki. Then you've got Loki. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's not going to be fun after that. That looks good. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston will be fluffing you with that big feather that he uses. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> lovely. No, what, Let's Black Widow. We're, we're we can get for to watch Loki. <laughs> yeah, That's my so Tom neat.
0: Hiddleston, by the way. And so, yeah, those those are three series mm. that are happening this year. We've also got Black Widow, mm-hmm, The Eternals.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Spider-Man 3 is going to be Spider-Man
0: 3 is this year. There are, there's things that i'm missing
1: is dr strange this year or next year Doctor strange is march 2022 all ah, right okay cool i could find it but i i i want to talk about something else oh yeah why don't we <laughs> why don't we we have other things to talk about we do have we, other things. i think let's just i think we'll we'll go through the list then and we're in a weird order so let's quickly do the pedro pascal and bella ramsey last of us casting playing Righty. joel and I forget the name of the, the the little girl that's in the Last of Us. I, Ella. Mean, I played the Ella. Yeah, of course, Ella. I played the I played the first one about four times. It was the one of the most replayable games ever. It's just brilliant. Now, I never actually played the Last of Us Part One. Yeah. Did you not have a PlayStation Three though? I did, but I never I never got that game. Oh mate, buy it. It's like dirt cheap right now. Yeah, Get but I don't have I don't I don't have,
0: I don't have a PlayStation Three anymore.
1: You're dead to me. You're dead to me. Get off the podcast. Well, can I not just borrow yours? You can't. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you probably can. I don't know. Uh, there we go. Why don't we do that one night? Why don't Why don't Why don't, why don't I give you my PlayStation? Do you the remember last of when us? people borrowed consoles? Not consoles, games. Sure, consoles though. Consoles is breaking barriers. Yeah. Actually, that would be fun. You would, and do you know? You would. You would get a lot of pleasure out of it because it's. It still stands up. I now and again play the. I've got a couple of games that I play in the PlayStation. I've got a PlayStation 3 still, and there's a few of them, and that's I think that's the only one though, really. Yeah, because you can't play The Last of Us Part Two. No, and I couldn't get Spider Man on the PlayStation 3 because why would you? (laughs) Why would the platform put itself through that? No, why? It just it just it would melt. (laughs) It just wouldn't. It would just just melt. Absolutely melt. What's going to be very very interesting about this? What is it? A movie or a TV show? Well, that's the thing. I think it's a movie. However. We, uh, it, it's not completely, it's not completely clear. Uh, let me just find the, so basically, I mean, you know it's big when, when even BBC are doing articles on it. So uh, the Sony PlayStation franchise is being adapted by Chernobyl's Craig Mazin, who did obviously a fantastic job. And that makes sense because it's the post-apocalyptic world alongside the game's creator, um, Neil Druckmann. Uh, but it's set 20 years after the destruction of society by the most popular uh, population being infected by the mind control fungus and it is horrible the fungus of the game it's it's not Oh yeah like a it's a really
0: zone. bleak world i know that much i've seen gameplay and i've like seen synopsises of
1: So i believe it's going to be a tv series i believe it's right. gonna be a okay, TV cool. series what's going to be
0: very very interesting is how they handle last of us part 2 because
1: controversial
0: very controversial lots mm-hmm. of people did not like last of us part two and i think we talked about this on the podcast like months we did. ago yeah we did and to get somebody like pedro pascal in to play a character whose end is not totally beloved by fans at the moment do you think that they might try and
1: uh no nah. nah, i know your question they've got to double down they gotta double, double down. down. They gotta double down. They can't. You you know you can't do that to fans. I, you would lose. You, you lose credibility. I think you take the hit. That Bella Ramsey's there, right? Pedro Pascal, okay. That would that would that would bring it to another level, in my opinion. Okay, that would bring it to another another level because Pedro Pascal could play that tragic hero. It's almost you could really dramatize it, almost Shakespearean. And um, and Bella Ram Bella Ramsey, who was fantastic in Game of Thrones as the young. Uh, as as young Mormon, I forget her her first name. Uh, oh, that's frustrating. But she she was basically uh, Jorah's daughter, I believe, or sister, younger sister. Um, but she is absolutely fantastic in that series, and I think that she, you know, first series of the of the Last of Us TV series set up her as the kind of the yeah. the, the, the 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 going onwards main antagonist, and then Last of Us Part Two she takes over, and Pedro Pascal dies. I mean, I think it's I think I think don't change it. Yeah. No, I I I agree. I think
0: and I would have made this point on that particular episode when we talked about it when the game came out. I think the storytellers have all the power and have all the control and they shouldn't be subservient to fan expectations.
1: Yeah. And I think and I feel on. and I
0: feel that with everything. And it, and you know the only reason I ask about the whole remaking thing is because have you been hearing the rumblings about them trying to retcon the Star Wars sequel trilogy?
1: I don't buy it. I don't buy it. It's I don't just, it. just nonsense. I don't buy it at all. Remember those three films that we all spent? Bi- I mean, you spent billions to come and see. Yeah, they're not actually real. They were all. They were all a dream. They all Seriously, existed. I'm <sighs> seeing articles on the internet, and not
0: just from the really trolley news sites, because some there are obviously some Hollywood reporting news sites out there which you can't believe a word they say. Mm. Mm. Like we got this covered, and things like that, yeah but Horrendous. but there are some other ones like I think even I saw it on variety or deadline or something well, like that dead, One of you these, know
1: it you know it's bad when deadline when deadline reported they're pretty pretty valid in this space, well, like yeah, that. but even
0: they're reporting that the Mandalorian, the vehicle that is the Mandalorian and this' Disney plus Star Wars space could be used to retell the sequel trilogy mm. and i mm. think that would be absolutely atrocious
1: mm. well i i, I don't I, I mean yeah absolutely you've got to stick to your convictions you've got to continue down that path because yeah. millions of people love those films yes it's like they went people don't like it let's just do it again i hate this yeah. culture and you know what I, hate I didn't
0: like the last one but i really liked the other two
1: yeah, they were, two, they were two out of three ain't bad.
0: I mean, <laughs> I mean, not sticking the landing is criminal. But
1: exactly, of all of them, not to have, not to have got right, you would yeah, want to I have know. got the first one wrong. The last, two I know right. that it, would be I the know if, to do. It.
0: right. If if only two out of three were good, you'd want it to be the first and the last one. If the <laughs> yeah, middle exactly. one was meh nobody would care. Nobody would literally care. nobody would care.
1: Well, I think we're on Star Wars now, and I guess this is our final point of uh, discussion our, now, our, our, I've, contention. I, our contention yeah now obviously in the in the week Gina Carano was um, basically her, her her contract was revoked by, by given Disney. the boot given the boot now there's basically Gina Carano very recently as of uh, 2 days ago has hit back and announced a new movie project with Ben Shapiro's Daily Wire saying they can't cancel us if we don't let them valid uh-huh. well absolutely valid i mean i we're not a we're not, a, we're, not a, we're not a we're not a political podcast but i've definitely got my thoughts on uh, ben shapiro i think a lot of people have thoughts on ben shapiro <sighs> what a what, a, what a, anyway what a so uh, <laughs> that's a very very nice choice of word. yeah he's a rampant anus um but basically <laughs> so i mean look the 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 the, the, the bottom line is over her Instagram, she has been putting some highly contentious posts, tweetings. Now, I when I first started reading the story and I was looking into this, I'm thinking, I think she's just pushing the boat too far. There's the line she knows not to cross. She's crossing it. She's making a very conscious decision. She's trying to make a decision here. And I think, I think if I was a rampant, you know, someone from the right wing, I would, I would look at this and go, This is ridiculous. This is snowflakes being snowflakes. So I can see the f- faults in the argument but i just i i just don't understand why this this needs to be put forward i just don't understand the what's the end game for gina carano here what's what's the point of this
0: like why why is she writing these posts or why
1: why yeah and i and i think that why does she feel that now is the time to do this and why does she feel that i just i just this doesn't she, add up for I, me. I think
0: she probably has a strong personal ideology. Yeah. And I don't feel and I feel like whatever side of any argument you're on if you have a strong ide- ideology I don't think anybody with that has any compulsion to try and hide that or repress it in any way.
1: Well but this is the thing this is the thing it's the so basically with Gina Carano it's not as if this is a, a an isolated incident that's my point I'm saying and I I I actually a strong impulsive ideology, in some ways, I think it goes beyond sense when you've got, you know, she's in the, the highest grossing TV series of 2020 or the highest, most watched, 20, let's say, for for example, she's playing one of the titular characters. Now, this has been happening a couple of times. She's kind of towed the line a couple of times where she was obviously nearly, very nearly cancelled over her thoughts at Trump and the Stop the Steel piece because she yep. very much sort of fell on that side of the argument. And she kind of later kind of recognised that you can have your professional life and your political opinions. They're two different things. And we've said this a huge yeah. amount of time. But one of them is making you money in a world where right now it's making money is, is kind of, it's, it's not really a luxury. It's kind of a necessity. Yeah. <laughs> and building your stardom, building your, your fan base. And then if you look at the Instagram post, personally, it's just not contentious enough for it to really be a statement. So why bother? That's my thoughts right. on it. It's it's it's, so it's, it's still like,
0: it's still kind of on the line. You're not it's, exactly. Yeah, you're not. And so inciting, to, inciting insurrections and things like that. It's no, ju- it's just, no, it's just it's, it's just it's just a bit of chirping. It's just a bit well, of it's just a bit of chirping from a wing of thought that we don't really vibe with.
1: We don't vibe with. We don't need. And it's not it's not a statement from her. It's like, it's just, it's kind of just being told, stop talking at the back of the class. If you do it once more, I'll give you a yell. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a warning. She keeps oh. talking. Stop talking. She does it once. If you do that once more, you're getting detention. Oh, I'll just keep talking. It, you know, it's it's like, it's just like, there's no, there's just really no insurrection attached to it. It's like, this was, this is, this is just needless. This is just needless.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, needless chirping from her and dare I say it,
1: needless action from Disney. Yeah, Absolutely, no. I I agree. If I've got the statement of needless chirping, you're you're bang on. And as you said, you you know she's known to have these style of. I just don't. I don't like that. Yeah, you're right. Because also on the other side of this, I don't like the reaction from Disney, which is. Well, we gave her a warning. We gave her a yellow card. So here we have to give her the red card. It's like, phew, guys, like man alive, like what's this? Like I I I, I, just, I just think that I just think that the whole thing is kind of just news for news' sake. Yeah, kind of kind of. And also like frankly, I don't
0: I don't follow Gina Carano on on Instagram. And, and I feel like there's probably loads of people who are in the same boat as me who also don't follow her. But by the way, when I when I read that Disney have fired her over things that she's saying on social media, you bet your ass I'm going to go and look at it.
1: Yeah, of course. But here's the thing, this that this doesn't ruin how I interpret her as a character in The Mandalorian. Do you know why, Alex? Because the TV series and the character are different things. She's an actor. And I can watch The Mandalorian and I can watch her on screen and go, she's a good character in this universe. She's good casting. She looks great. She has great motivations. I like her. Great character. I don't need to like the character. I don't need to like the actor that plays the character. And And so so now they're going to take away the character. Thank you.
0: Thereby punishing us thank you for something that is frankly a bit lukewarm i don't yeah and that's the thing that's what i'm saying here's it's just an needless here's an interesting comparison piece james gunn
1: yeah yeah exactly well he got away with it of course well he, he got away with it
0: and i think there's a few reasons why i think because he as a person is not that person anymore. Those tasteless jokes that he made that he got fired for by Disney like 10 years after the fact, which was insane. I said it was insane at the time, and it's still insane if it were to happen again. But the reason he got rehired is that all his pals came flocking to his side. Do you think that Gina Carano's got a lo- got a load of Hollywood pals flocking-, flocking to her side? No,
1: I don't think so. Because
0: I think wow. the majority of Hollywood probably doesn't share her political ideas.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point. Very good point, mate. Yep. And
0: look, when the whole Guardians of the Galaxy cast write a formal statement, sign it, like every single one of them, uh-huh. denouncing their corporate overlords decisions yeah using the yeah. star power of zoe saldana chris dave pratt batista. dave batista uh vin diesel, vin diesel bradley, bradley cooper nice bradley, memory by the way bradley nice cooper memory. it's a great it's great <laughs> great you know when they when they kick up a stink yeah obviously obviously disney's going to respond i mean they took their time in responding yeah dave batista was straight on it though yeah to absolutely but but, but disney took their time to sort of backtrack that i think he, james was left in the doghouse for a better part of a year to be honest
1: mm, mm. but yeah i don't think gina carano is going to have that luxury no no she's not well i mean time is only going to say and god knows what this means for the Mandal- I think the Mandalorian was always going to do a time jump anyway uh, for that character. So um, I guess they've kind of, they escaped this one in terms of the, the show's popularity. And also the only one that, that that might have been thrown into contention is Rangers of the New Republic. But that's, that's, a, that's a bit on paper right now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that could be anything. That could be anything. Anyway, Alex... What could be anything but this episode? Because what are they got to do next? What they've got to do is get themselves onto the Apple Podcast
0: app. Find us on there. Mm-hmm. Give us a cheeky five-star review. Must and, be cheeky. Uh, well, five-star rating, mm-hmm. should I say. And mm-hmm. maybe, perchance, write a cheeky little review. Tell us what you think of the show. If you don't fancy doing that, you can tell us your favorite movie. You can tell us your favorite movie's soundtrack, et cetera, et cetera. We're also on Spotify and so many other platforms. Too many to count. So many to even remember. Too many to count. Too many to count wherever you listen to your podcasts.
1: Mm -hmm. And if you fancy getting in touch with the show directly, you can because we have an email address, don't we? It is motionspod at gmail.com. And we're on the gram. We'll be posting photos. We'll be posting videos just so we can share the vibes of music and movie. Once again, a special shout out to KTC Graphic
0: Design for our fabulous new artwork.
1: Next week, are we going to be continuing with our Oscars uh, roundup? Well, I think we've got a couple think on so. the board. I think so. Shall we um, Shall we commit to it? Put it on the recording. Go, go for it. Trial of the Chicago 7. Okay, Trial of the Chicago 7. See, that's not. I was going to give you the five, blood, the five bloods, but Trial of the Chicago 7 is good. We'll do Trial of the Chicago... Look at your face! <laughs> I did it. cool excellent well until next week thank you very much for listening we'll see you soon bye now all right guys ta-ta